going? No, man. You got the right classroom. She blooped. Come on in, take a seat beside me, my friend. Hey, look, here come T.A. Charlie. Let's see what he got to say. Morning. You're watching The Road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic. Homeroom is on Rumble. You just go to Rumble. You search the channels for The Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, you go ahead and you click follow. It might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast. It's easy. It's free. I did it. You can do it. For those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us on Facebook, Twitch, X, Twitter, whatever Twitter. the heck. And sometimes on YouTube. That's when the professor's not, not today. self-censored. That will not be today. <clears throat> then you can catch the podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, and sometimes BitChute. Not today. Just look for The Road to Concord. You can go to the blog page. That's theroadtoconcord.com. That's where you'll find all your show notes, study notes, and handouts for the class. Finally, you can email a professor at joe at theroadtoconcord.com. He's, he's a little slow right now. He's still chewing on a couple emails in there, but he'll get around to emailing. Hey, we got a good one last night. Yeah, we got a good one last night. Yeah, it was a real good one. Phones are on today, but only for registered numbers if you wish to call in and are a regular classmate. You may request phone access through an email, and I'll think about it. If you find our classes helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think could benefit from it. Just warn them, Joe is an acquired taste, and we mean it. You will find that out today, I'm sure. This show is listener-sponsored, meaning we do not solicit business advertising. Also, you'll find out why uh, after this show. (laughs) And that makes it so we're not limited in the content we provide, like you'll see today. Yes. (laughs) With that said, we do ask for your participation on a value-for-value basis. If you find our show of value to you, you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link on the Road to Concord blog page, the show description on Rumble, and the comments in the other streams. Speaking of donuts. Donuts! Hey, we all know T.A. Charlie isn't all there. Now, just stay seated and give it a chance. You'll soon donut, realize we not donut, might be the smartest, donut, donut, but we eat independently donut, 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 donut. We are? Let's see what the road to Concord with Professor Joe Biden Well, we surely can't get paid man. for it. No. We're talking over the tortoise. We're going to get in trouble. I'll tell you what we're going to do today. We're going to grab hold of a third rail and we're going to get ourselves a strike on Facebook more than likely. Uh, <laughs> you might even get one that, on Rumble that, today. That's my prediction. <laughs> strike on Facebook today. That's my prediction. <laughs> we're going to be talking about, oh boy, are we going to be talking about a good one today? Do we have anything before we just jump right into this? Um, there is a, a rumor about donuts tomorrow. Oh yeah, rumor about donuts tomorrow. Donut Friday. Woohoo. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, fantastic. yes, yes, fantastic. yes. Hey. What what? If we if we get a strike on Facebook, will that go against my personal account too? Will I get a warning? I don't, I don't know. It just might. You mean you're finally oh. gonna get a ribbon? She's finally gonna get a jail. campaign ribbon for being put in Facebook jail. <laughs> I You're not trying hard enough. Well, I'm sorry. I I guess I'm too nice about sharing the truth or something. There you go. That's too, too polite. <sighs> Just hang out with us long enough. We'll fix you up. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't I hung out with y'all long enough already? Well, we'll find out today. All right. Let's get on it. It's time <laughs> to go. We've had enough yuck yuck. 
Today's class brought to you by, oh my gosh, is he really going to go there? Yes, we are. The grace, great, the, the great replacement theory. Oh boy. Um, all right. I, I got to quit with the joking today. This is a serious subject and it has been tainted heavily so that we won't look at it. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. If you don't know what the great replacement theory is, if I have ever told you to buckle up buttercup, today's one of those buckle up buttercup days. This is going to be a rough one. This is CNN. It says more Republicans are embracing a racist conspiracy theory. Is it? Is it really? I need you to, if, if you're going to be a long-term member of this class, this is one of the ones I need you to watch. If you plan on hanging around here for any length of time, if you are already already a long-term member of the class, I need you to make your way through this class. This is important. We're good. This is sociology, baby. This is this is politics. This is sociology, big time. This is social engineering. This is everything that we have been explaining. The 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 entire foundation I have laid in the last three hundred and something shows. I'm going to draw on it today. And this is why I tell people this show. You have to build. It builds on itself. You got to be here regularly. I'm going to reference things today that are in your homework. They're in past shows. I don't, some of it, I'll, I'll explain a little bit, but a lot of times I'm just going to reference a past show and I'm going to expect you to know it. Okay. If you want to see the bigger picture at hand here, you're going to have to stick with me today. You're going to have to pay attention. I'm going to try to go slow. I'm going to be, it, this is one of those meals. You know, you go to that restaurant with a five pound hamburger. If you eat the whole thing, it's free. Well, you're going to, this one, I'm going to shove the five pound burger in your mouth and tell you, you know, chew twice and swallow once hard because this is a subject we definitely need to look at. And we need to be able to look past all the flack and subterfuge that's been attached to it because what's going on here is real in my opinion, but we'll see whether or not there's opinion there or whether or not there's fact before the end of the show today. So for I any longer. Let's get ourselves going. This is a potentially risky subject to discuss, and I'm not joking. It has, in our opinion, been intentionally tainted, charged with racial connotations. This is MK Ultra and Mockingbird at work here. We at the Road to Concord do not condone racism. We do not. We, we condemn it. But neither will we we will not allow false charges of racism to deter us from investigating what may well be a legitimate concern. Therefore, we will be bringing the cold emotionless tools of logic to this discussion today. In this sense, this is a BOGO class. You're going to buy one, get one. You learn about replacement theory and logical evaluation at the same time. And one of the best ways I know how to do that is the way I've done this thing here. This is from Britannica.com, the online encyclopedia. If it's in yellow, I want you to pay attention to it. Those are things that, you know, exist in the objective real world. If it's in that bluish green color, those are either potentially or straight up fallacious comments. So we're going to be doing a little bit of reading for Britannica and Wikipedia today. It's going to be like stop, stop, start. I'm going to be doing a lot of commentary in between. This is in your homework today, folks. You can find this in your homework. Um, all these links are going to be there. 
I'm going to walk you through the Britannica and the Wikipedia in the first hour. Lots of commentary in between. Then we're going to evaluate them in the real world afterwards in the second hour. What are we dealing with? Replacement theory. In the United States and certain other Western countries whose populations are mostly white, a far-right conspiracy theory alleging in one of its versions that left-leaning domestic or international elites on their own initiative or under the direction of Jewish co-conspirators are attempting to replace white citizens with non-whites, i.e. black, Hispanic, Asian, or Arab immigrants. Stop. A far-right conspiracy theory. Really? That's called loaded language. They're using language that already has a negative connotation. To start from the very beginning, from the first sentence, they want to turn their reader against this idea. That is fallacious. That's intentional. You never hear these people say far left, do you? No. That tells you who's writing this. Whoever wrote this is a lefty. I know. You can't prove that, Joe. I understand. I have that. I know that that's something I can't prove. But that is a snap from the hip judgment that comes from years of reading these things. Decades. And it always ends up being the same way. That right there is an intentional loaded language. And you'll see what I mean as we continue. So we we can pick up in the next sentence. The immigrants' increased presence in white countries, as the theory goes, in combination with their higher birth rates as compared to, to with those of whites, will enable new non-white majorities in those countries to take control of national politics and economic institutions to dilute or destroy their host country's distinct culture and societies and eventually to eliminate the host country's white populations. Stop. To dilute or destroy their host country's distinctive culture and societies. That is what the theory claims. It never mentions whites. It mentions the culture and the society. You'll see this in a, as we go on. So the theory, the argument, what is actually being espoused never mentions race. But yet these people who are writing this are going to say this is what it's all about is race. That's fallacious. I don't care if it is racist at heart. If it never mentions race, you cannot logically write that over top of it. <laughs> Ray 13 says, why would Jews want replacement? Um, the argument is that the Jews are behind replacing the white folks and that that's part of the, you know, the, the supposed white supremacists are always anti-Jewish. This is all an attempt to um, tag this replacement theory to white supremacists into anti-Semitism. This, this is all fallacious reasoning. Is this nudge? This is shove. Ooh. That, yes, this is, and wait till we're done. I know that we were going to be doing a lot of reading in this first hour. Please stick with me. I'm going to be throwing my, my evaluation in as we read it. Please. This is one of your, this is like a term test. This is an end of the year test. Have you learned anything with us up to this point? You should be able to see things here. If you've been with us any length of time, you should see things in these two articles that the average American will not see. So to dilute or destroy their host, that's the, that's the claim right there, folks. That's the claim. Got nothing to do with color. In other words, replacement theory could be if I'm moving a whole bunch of white folks into a black nation, that's replacement theory too because I'm trying to get rid of the black culture. It's not racist. 
And before the end of today, I will tie this directly to your Bible. Oh, I will tie what's going on right now directly to prophecy. So if you're a prophecy geek, you need to stick with us today. For the last sentence here, some adherents of replacement theory have characterized these predicted changes as white genocide. Okay. Yes, some of them have. But if you're going to say that the entire theory is tainted by some of its adherents, that's a fallacy of composition. You're saying the whole is guilty of the parts. That's fallacious. This opening paragraph is fallacious from the get-go. This is of very little use to me. I'm going to tell you right now before we get going any further. Remember, I hold a sociology degree. I stay current with some of this stuff in my own personal readings. Maybe not as current as if I actually had a job, but the only purpose for a sociology degree is to go into social work and get paid by the government to begin with. But I do pay attention to these things. This I did not know it was called replacement theory until just recently. And it doesn't matter. I'd already recognized this all on my own reading the headlines. And the second hour, we're going to look at what's in your headlines. If you're paying attention to what's in the headlines of the news today, you see that replacement theory, and I don't know that it's a theory, folks. I think it's fact, but that's me. Let me see if I can convince you to come over to my side of this before the end of the day, if you're not already there. The second paragraph from the Encyclopedia Britannica says the conception of non-white immigrants in terms of negative racial and ethnic stereotypes has been commonplace in many white majority countries. And the notion that non-white immigrants and even long-established non-white communities threaten the freedom and well-being of whites has been a battle cry among white racists. Hmm. I wonder why. Do y'all know what, um, what, what is it that's in the uh, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion? That's, that's apartheid, folks. That's what's going on with that, that black president of whatever university that was, the, the plagiarist that they didn't want to fire because, oh, well, she didn't do anything wrong. Really? Really? Well, this is all subterfuge. All this mess dealing with color of skin don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to ideology. If they can tell you, you can't discuss this because if you do, you're a racist. Pay attention to the ideology, not the person's skin color. Look past the camouflage. That's the defensive mechanism. That's political correctness. That's why racism is so important to the leftists in this country. It's the shield that shuts you down. Pay attention to the ideology. The ideology of, of DEI and of, of this idea of the replacement theory, that's exactly what this is. This is subversion. This is planned, coordinated subversion of a culture, of, of the ideas behind that culture. In the United States, it's the subversion of the Declaration of Independence. Straight up. That's what this is all about. And by the end of the show, <laughs> I'll show you that this is actually a subversion of the remnant. I'll prove it to you because it's directly related. So enough teasers for now. So amongst white racists. Now, let me ask you something. If your culture is prim primarily white, your culture, and you're trying to defend your culture with the non-whites in it, does that make you a racist? 
At best, it makes you a culturist. What's, what's the crime with being a culturist? Oh, well, all cultures are equal. No, they're not. Well, if I have an inferior culture eroding mine, if we're at war, if we're in a culture war, what's wrong with me wanting to defend what I believe to be a superior culture? Where's the problem with that? And how does that make me racist? Well, it's mostly white, folks. I don't give a rat's rip. There are some blacks and Hispanics that are in their nations in there, too, that embrace our culture, our way of life. I'm not supporting a color. I'm supporting a culture, an idea, a system of ideas, a worldview. How's that racist? But they're just Uncle Tom's. Yeah, it's not. That's why they get labeled that way. It's not racist, folks. It's ideological. Don't let them taint you this way. Don't let them box you into a corner about race. Grab them by the nose and drag them back to the ideas. Rub their nose in the ideas behind this. It says, likewise, the claim that national governments and unspecified elites are secretly di- directing and repl- the replacement and eventual elimination of whites has circulated amongst fringe groups of white supremacists, anti-Semites, and other right-wing extremists. That's loaded language. That's a fallacy. Since at least the late 19th century. Well, then this is an idea that's been going on for a while, right? Let me ask you another question. What if before the end of today's show, I show you proof that elites within the government are doing exactly this. And what if I show you proof of other fringe, you know, in the background, in the shadows, individuals and in the organizations that they create are doing exactly this. Does that then make this a theory? And if this is what's being done, then that does that then make it racist or does it just, or does racism go away when all of a sudden it's proven to be Factually true, objectively true. Do not let them taint this with the specter of racism in your world. Don't, don't allow it. Don't. That's how they shut you down. Don't be afraid to tell them this got nothing to do with skin color. This is cultural war. This is social engineering. Says the replacement fantasy saying there's no, that's loaded language. So far, we're on the third paragraph. Have they addressed anything dealing with the theory itself no this is a propaganda piece published on an encyclopedia in an encyclopedia page meant to be educational this is propaganda folks this is straight up pure propaganda against replacement theory why would the why would an encyclopedia that's supposed to be dealing in objective reality and truth be doing this mockingbird and mk ultra anybody anyhow the replacement fantasy received much wider attention in the early 21st century with the publication of La Grande Replacement in 2011 by the French writer and activist Renaud Camus. He argued that, now this is part, this is what he argues. This I want you to pay attention to. This is what the man's actually stating. This is why it's in yellow. He argued that since the 1970s, Muslim immigrants in France have shown disdain for French society and have been intent on destroying the country's cultural identity and ultimately replacing it with replacing its white Christian population in retaliation for France's earlier colonization of their countries of origin. Now, I don't care what 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 the purpose is. He's arguing that it's Muslims. Folks, that's a religion, not a race. Muslim is not a race. This is equivocation. Well, he's racist. Why? Because it's against Muslims. That's got nothing to do with a race. That's a religion. 
That is the fallacy of equivocation. And the people who wrote this article intentionally did this on purpose. And if it wasn't on purpose, they're too bloody ignorant to be writing for an encyclopedia. They're so, too so ignorant is, to be in academia. So this isn't about racism. It's about ideology. Ideology. And they just admitted it right there. This is accurate. I looked up the man's uh, book on on Amazon. It's in French. There's not an English version of this. So I copied the description and I put it into Babel Translator, whatever. And it, this is accurate. That's why I highlighted it in yellow. The man is arguing that the Muslim immigrants are coming to France and they're not assimilating. They are slowly destroying the country's identity. He did not say jack snot about the color of the French people. And I got a little newsflash for you. There are a lot of non-whites in France, France that have I, I embraced the French culture and identity. Okay? He's arguing that this is a cultural war. This is social engineering intentionally done so. So the article continues. Also in yellow, he says he also asserts that the immigrant conquest of France was being covertly abetted by elite figures within the French government. This article, in the one in Wikipedia, will never once address this argument. Not once. They'll just poo-poo it, label it, slander it. Add, it, it, it they'll, they'll do uh, straw man attacks, and they'll do ad hominem against the man, insults. They'll label it with racist language. But they never once address his argument. You know why? They can't. He's right. When we get to the United States, I'll show it to you. Second hour is going to be really good, folks. It says Camus is a, a subsequent for his conspiracy theory, the great replacement. Notice conspiracy theory. Have you proven that this is a conspiracy? Have you proven that this is a theory yet? Has has that even been addressed in this article? No. That's called an unsupported assertion, folks. That's fallacious. This article is, oh boy, I could submit this to my logic teacher for a classic on how to do fallacies. And he would like, yep, this is very good. That's what makes this a piece of propaganda. So it proved, uh, it proved attractive to many right-wing activists and scholars in France. Activists and scholars? I didn't think scholars were guilty of activism. And I thought that was Barack Obama stuff. You know what this is, folks? This is an admission of truth. Notice that they said academics and scholars. They didn't use tainted language against them. They just said they're right-wing activists and scholars in France. That's because what they realize here is this is some of their own people. These are some of these, the scholars, those are leftists who agree with this. But I can't call them right-wing activists and left-wing scholars in France, they've got to be right-wing scholars because they believe this crap, right? No, 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 no. So we'll keep going. And he says, and his rhetoric and the substance of his theory were eventually adopted by leaders within the mainstream of French political conservatism, including Marie Le Pen, the leader of the right-wing national rally, uh, national rally, formerly National Front Party. There's that right wing again. We got to taint everything with right wing, right wing. We never talk about the left wing. We never talk about far radical left wing. We know you will not hear that phrase in quote unquote mainstream media and who labeled it mainstream media. They did this folks is th th this is Edward Bernays and John, uh, John freaking Dewey at work right in front of you. I'm using language to control the way you think 
This is newspeak. This is doublespeak. This is this is the world of 1984. This in a supposed prestigious encyclopedia, this piece of propaganda is being put forth as the factual truth. And the average lemming will read this and believe it because of that. This is pure propaganda. Just use logic. You can rip this thing apart. Even if what they're saying is true, they have not established it as fact yet. They're just, it's an unsupported assertion at this point. Fallacious. I have no reason to believe a thing that's been said here, except the parts I've highlighted in yellow. And that's because I went and independently verified that that's what the author says. I would not take this on Britannica's word at this point. So the article continues, the great replacement was soon espoused by right-wing parties and extremist groups in other European countries. There's that loaded language again, fallacious. Why can't you say it was also espoused by other political parties and groups across Europe? Why can't you do that? Because that doesn't turn you against them. It would be accurate to say that, but they're not saying that. They're trying to make you think that nobody other than right-wing fascist racists think this way. That's not true. By definition, if this theory is correct, then the left that is pushing this, they are on the left, they believe in the theory as well. Not only believe, they've embraced it because they know that's exactly what they're doing. This is never addressed in this article. That's how you evaluate an argument. You have to look at the other side as well. They never do that. Not once. We will in the second hour. This is notably including Hungary, where it is explicitly endorsed by the country's authoritarian prime minister, Viktor Orban. He's elected, but he's an authoritarian. Well, fine. From now on, what we're going to call him is the dictator by O'Biden. And I mean O'Biden, Obama-Biden. That's, that's, that's how we'll refer to Barack Obama-Biden on this show from now on. The authoritarian dictator O'Biden. Is that going to be happy? Well, no, we're not going to do that because that's fallacious. But that's what they're doing in this article here. Victor Orban, when this article was written, he was an elected official, but somehow he's an authoritarian prime minister, meaning he's a dictator. That's what that language is meant to imply. That's loaded language, folks. Fallacious. Y'all seeing how this works? I hope you're paying attention. This is a this is a lesson in how to read this crap. But if you do not have, excuse me, if you do not have a broad enough knowledge background. You'll miss it. You won't see it. You can't apply logic if you don't have all the pieces to the puzzle. And they're they're counting on that. During the 2010s, replacement theory became popular in the United States among white supremacists, loaded language, neo-Nazis, loaded language, right-wing militias, loaded language, among other extremists. That implies that all of those people are extremists. By whose account? By the left-wing opposition says, whose racist rhetoric, this is ideological, it's not racist, it's ideological. You might have racists within the movement, but to claim that the entire idea is racist because of that is another fallacy, fallacy of composition. Article continues, and ideas were more freely expressed during the presidency of Donald Trump. Now we've tainted all of this to Donald Trump, who amazingly has great support from non-white voters. And yet, somehow or another, he's a white supremacist. This is all meant, now we're tainting Donald Trump. Right-wing media personalities, now we're going to go after them, right? Including Fox News commentator Tucker Carlson and commentators Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram. So they're right-wing neo-Nazi white supremacists 
militia wackos, right? Because I've painted them with that language. Folks, we've read the bulk of this article already. Has this article one time actually addressed the theory? Has it? No. This article has not been an address of the theory itself. It has been an attack on that theory. We have not really talked about the theory yet. Nothing. This is a propaganda piece in an encyclopedia that's going to be used by our children to write papers. Propaganda, straight up. This, in an academic world that is intellectually honest, this piece alone would discredit Encyclopedia Britannica as an academic source. It would be, I, I, if I were a dean of a college, I would remove it as a viable source of information from my, my education base, my, my curriculum. I wouldn't allow it as being cited anywhere unless you're citing it as an example of how to do propaganda. Even if they're correct about everything they've said, this is not a logical argument. This is not a factual argument. This is pure fallacious propaganda. So it continues. He says, Laura Ingram also attested to the conspiracy. Have we proved that it's any of this yet? You say it's not going on. So how's it a conspiracy? You just said attested to the conspiracy, folks. That's actually a Freudian slip. That's an admission that there is something going on. Otherwise, they would have said the allegation of a conspiracy. Anyhow, though, in it, this is where they're going to get, this is where they get to read between, between the tea leaves, right? They're going to admit that Tucker and, and Laura have never said this, but they're going to paint them guilty anyhow. Also attested to the conspiracy, though in ostensibly milder language that did not directly refer to race or explicitly invoke anti-Semitism. So because they didn't say it, they're guilty. This is the same thinking as because Trump told everybody to be peaceful, go home and not come to the Capitol, he's guilty of the insurrection. He told you to do the opposite. Yes, he's guilty anyhow. Folks, this is straight up communist crap, which by the way, given that this is Encyclopedia Britannica, seated in academia, is probably written by a communist. I don't know for sure. But based, and, and like I said, I don't know for sure, but based on the odds of probability, given what we're reading, the odds are very high, especially with the way this is lang- has been worded because they're tainting this to fascists. Fascists and communists are enemies of each other. Same ideology, but they hate each other. This article continues. Thus, Carlson claimed that liberal Democrats were attempting to replace you, the viewer. That's true. He has done that, and he is correct. We will prove that before the show is over. Then they say, implicitly understood to be white. By who? If you are a racist, you will see racism everywhere. The person who wrote this article is a racist. That's Everything what I is see. racist. Exactly. Everything is racist. That's what I see here. Carlson has never once, Laura Ingleman has never once tied their ideas and their arguments to the color of your skin. They stick it to ideology, which they've already admitted in this article. The, the whole argument of replacement theory is ideological. They did admit that. But all they can see is racism. Because if you are a racist, all you can see is racism. And if you are progressive in nature, if you're a socialist, if you're a Fabian or an American progressive, you're a socialist, by definition, you're racist. By definition. You go look into their origins. They were both racist organizations and they have remained so ever since. Just as fascism was racist at its core. But fascists, Fabians, 
progressives are all of the same cloth. So all these people who are writing this can see is racism. So it continues. He says, with immigrants from third world, i.e. developing countries, yes, this is what Carlson's saying. We're being replaced by immigrants. The country is being replaced by these immigrants. So the writer of this thing interjects implicitly understood to be non-white. Unsupported, actually factually false. In both cases, these are implicitly understood to be white, implicitly understood to be non-white. That was not said. If it was, they should they should say Carl Tucker Carlson and and or Laura Ingram said it here on this case, and then you footnote it and you show me where they said it. They haven't. They're shoving words in their mouth falsely. I hate crap like this. This is lying by another name. All for the purpose of turning you against this theory. We haven't even, we still haven't looked at the theory yet. Continues, in order to create a permanent electoral majority loyal to the Democratic Party. Well, where the heck would we get that idea from? It's just what LBJ said he was going to do with welfare. He was going to make blacks dependent on the Democratic Party and they would vote Democrat for the next hundred years. No, Joe, the fact checkers say that he never said that. Have you ever read LBJ? That sounds exactly like something that would come out of his mouth. Anyhow, Carlson in particular was intent on promoting a replacement theory as a legitimate political viewpoint. That's because there's reason to see it that way. None of which has been addressed by this article. And it was a major theme of his talk show, Tucker Carlson Tonight, since the program launched in 2016. Let me ask you something. Seriously now. We've, we're almost done with this, with this article in Britannica. Have they once addressed the other side's argument? Have you seen any evaluation of what the man claimed? They've stated his argument. They have not evaluated it at all. Have they evaluated on a factual basis anything that says that they're right with their claims that this is just based in racism? No, they have not. This has been nothing but slander from the beginning. Fallacious slander. By definition, this is propaganda. You don't get to argue with a definition. If you do, you're irrational. You can, you can disagree with the definition all you want, but just don't come to me and say, I'm a reasonable person. No, you're not. You're arguing with a definition. You're irrational. I'm not going to listen to you. Go away. You and the animals got a lot in common. Actually, the animal's much more rational than you are. You do realize irrationality is a form of insanity, right? It means you're not pinned to the objective reality of this world. You're living in fantasy land. That's what that means. So this article so far has not addressed any of that. About to wrap this one up. It says, in part because of its endorsement by right-wing media, and in part because Trump, in his own way, had signaled his support of racism toward people of color. Has he? Has he really done that? Where's he done that? That's an unsupported, that's slanderous. Trump should sue these people. Well, he can't because, you know, he's a public figure. That's another, uh, don't even, anyhow. E.g., by, by indulging in racist slurs, by accepting the support of prominent avowed racists, and by refusing to condemn or reluctantly condemning racist violence. That, that's how he did this. Indulging in racist slurs. Well, we've already seen whoever wrote this article thinks anything that they disagree with is a racist slur. Because, you know, everything is racist. Accepting the support of prominent avowed racists. Okay, I like that. That makes him a racist. 
Well, guess what? That makes all of the people on the, on the entire left-wing party makes them all Chinese communists that want to overthrow this country because they've all taken money from China in one way, shape, or form. And it also makes them Muslims that want to overthrow this country because they've all taken money from the Middle East. So that means the entire Democratic Party wants to overthrow this. Oh, wait a minute. That might not actually be a theory. That actually might be true by their own words and admissions. Have you been on this show length any length of time? How many times have we shown you in their words, in their words, where they want to overthrow this country as it was founded? We've done that. But Charlie, haven't we done that a few times? Uh, once or twice, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember any? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Woodrow freaking Wilson. Hero of the American left. Okay. That right there, that, that whole part right there is fallacious. Key aspects of replacement theory came to be accepted by nearly half of the Republicans and by a third of all Americans by 2022. A third of all Americans? So a third of all Americans are right wing. The Republican Party is only 22% of the country, of the electorate. Now what they're saying is, now they're even labeling you guys that are in the middle. Some Republican pol politicians endorse the theory as a way of appealing to far-right members of their party and of demonstrating to some degree their continued loyalty to Trump. That's fallacious. Some, some, some. I'm painting the whole whole idea because of some. They're all racist because of some. Fallacy of composition. Replacement theory has been widely ridiculed for its blatant absurdity. Have you proved it blatantly absurd yet? No. Unsupported assumption. Fallacious. It has been just as widely condemned for its encouragement of racist violence, though its toxic allegations that non-white through its toxic allegations that non-white immigrants, as well as the Jewish figures who are allegedly directing their immigration, pose as an existential threat to whites. Again, unsupported. Nothing we have not seen any facts, nothing that we can cite, nothing we can research that claims these claims are unsupported, fallacious. The latter criticism has been tragically validated by the occurrence of several mass murders in the United States and other countries by white racists who clearly indicated their adherence to replacement theory before or after their attacks. Really? This is, this is the end of the article. There is no citation in this article. That is an unsupported assertion. Where can I go look into these shootings to see what they did? I can't, not by this article. So what do we have here? We have an encyclopedia article that is nothing but pure propaganda against a theory and tainted it as right-wing racist theology. You gave me no reason, nothing. The author of this piece gave me absolutely zero reason to believe anything they said other than what I independently went and verified. The two factual statements were their assertion of what Camus is actually arguing. And in his assertions, I can look at the world around me, go on what he actually asserted, race is not mentioned. It's a culture and ideology war. It's a social cultural war. In his assertions, I can find days, realms, just volumes of evidence, evidence to support his, his argument. None of that was ever presented to you. It will be in this show. Second hour, hold on. We will evaluate this using reports from the mainstream media. All right. Got to get through Wikipedia before the hour's over. So I got to, I got to move, got to step. Wikipedia.org. The Great Replacement, the French Grand Replacement, same thing. 
also known as a replacement theory or great replacement theory, is a white nationalist far-right conspiracy theory, tainted language, espoused by French author Renaud Camus. The original theory states that, pay attention, this is the original theory. With the complicity of cooperation of replacist elites, this is self-appointed elites within the government and society, the ethnic French, and it doesn't say ethnic French, it says the French, in his in this author's argument, it says the French society. So this is even, this is straw man. This is not what he's arguing. The ethnic French and white European populations at large are being demographically and culturally replaced by non-white peoples. What he actually argues is that the French culture is being erased by the immigration of non, you know, third world people. He doesn't argue, at least not in the description of his book. Folks, I don't read French, so I haven't read his book. Especially from Muslim majority countries. Through mass migration, demographic growth, and the drop in the birth rate of white Europeans. Charlie, have we covered the drop in the fertility rates amongst Europeans on this class? Hell yes. And amongst Americans too? Amongst Americans And it too. does seem to primarily be whites that it's a problem with, doesn't it? Yes. And, and if it, you look at the Muslim birth rates, it's... <laughs> yeah, but this has got... Opposite. Here's the thing I want to point to, though. When we looked at it on that class, it wasn't just driven by the fact that we don't want to have as many children anymore we saw that there was actual physical fertility infertility rate increases well yeah amongst women and men oh goal yeah <laughs> yeah and that's going to be linked to the food that's, we're eating and the medicines we're taking yes that's another yeah okay yep okay so that wouldn't the, the idea that they're somehow feeding us things that would reduce our fertility rate that wouldn't go in, in line with this theory at all would it no no it would have nothing to do with this 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 would this would just, it would throw the theory completely out and make it fact. Yeah, it would make it fact. And that's not going to be mentioned in any of this. Okay, the article continues. It says, since then, similar claims have been advanced in other national contexts, notably in the United States. Mainstream scholars have dismissed mainstream scholars, far left-wing radical wacko job scholars on the left have dismissed these claims as rooted. What, you don't like that language there, author of Wikipedia? That's how you talk. You watch, we'll show you. Yeah, mainstream scholars. Folks, this is Nudge. This is John Dewey. This is, oh God. Have dismissed these claims as rooted in a misunderstanding of demographic statistics and premised upon an unscientific racist worldview. Wait a minute. Didn't the Brit Encyclopedia Britannica tell us that some scholars actually endorse this theory? I guess those weren't mainstream scholars. Mainstream means you agree with me, boys and girls. I'm not a far left wing whack job. I'm just a communist. Communists are not radical left wings. Yeah. Folks, I hate this type. At least admit who you are. The author of this piece, the author of the Encyclopedia Britannica piece, just do like I do. Folks, I am a quote unquote right wing Bible believing, you know, Bible thumping American constitutionalist gun loving whack. I'm everything Obama hates. Yes, I am. Now prove me wrong and why I believe that. Good luck. So this article says, according to the Encyclopedia Britannica, oh, look, one racist citing another racist propaganda appeal to piece. authority. There you go. Yes, Charlie, appeal to authority. The Great Replacement has been widely ridiculed for its blatant absurdity. And that was an unsupported assertion. So we just appealed to authority who was uh, stating an unsupported assertion. Fallacy upon fallacy upon fallacy. And Wikipedia wants to know why I laugh at them a lot of times. Folks, when I use Wikipedia, it's usually to show you what the left wing thinks. It's not to show you factual information. 
While similar themes have characterized various far-right theories, there's that tainted language again, since the late 19th century, the particular term was popularized by chemists in 2011 book Le Grand Replacement. The book associates the presence of Muslims in France with the danger and destruction of French culture and civilization. Congratulations! The idiot who wrote this found a nut. That's a factual, truthful statement based on his description that he posted on Amazon. It's posted in French, but that is what he's claiming. Now, Charlie, real quick, that yellow sentence right there, show me where it says anything about the color of somebody's skin. Um, I'm looking, but I'm, I don't see anything. So if I read racism into that, is it the author of the assertion that's a racist or is it me? I would say it's you. Okay. Thank you, Charlie. Not that logic should play a part in reading any of this, right, folks? Camus and other conspiracy theorists, why don't you just say social theorists or scholars? Why has it got to be conspiracy? Welcome to MK Ultra and um, Mockingbird, folks. This is to taint you. This is what we've been telling you for, for 300-something shows. When they label it conspiracy, pay closer attention to it. It's probably got some truth in it, a lot more than what you want to believe attribute recent demographic changes in Europe to intentional policies advancing by global and liberal elites, the replacists, from within the government of France, the European Union, or the United Nations, they describe as a genocide by substitution. How are they wrong? The conspiracy theory, that's more loaded language, found support in Europe and has also grown popular among anti-migrant and white nationalist movements. I don't care if they're anti-migrant. That doesn't mean they're racists. And if they're white nationalists and they realize that you're destroying their culture through this, that doesn't mean they're being racist either in that case. That means they're defending their culture. This is from other parts of the West. Many of these adherents maintain that immigrants are flocking to predominantly white countries for the precise purpose of rendering the white population a minority within their own land or even causing the extinction of the native population. The immigrants aren't thinking that, folks. The people who are organizing them and bringing them here are. We will prove that that's what's happening before the end of this show. It aligns with and is part of the larger white genocide conspiracy theory accepted in the strategic replacement of anti-Semitic canards with Islamophobia. Islamophobia is another stupid propaganda term. That's a tainted language. Let me ask you something. It is, it is December 8th, 1941, and I'm talking bad about the Japanese. How well do you think it's going to go over to call me Japanese-phobic? I have a reason to be worried about the Japanese, don't I? If you've studied Islam and you embrace the Western culture and you have a problem with immigrants, Islamic immigrants, you are not an Islamophobe. You're smart. You're intelligent. You're awake. Anybody who calls you an Islamophobe is probably one of the replacists. So whoever wrote this article is working for the enemy. That's logical conclusion, a deduction. If, it, real quick, quick, quick logic rabbit, I know we're pressed for time. If I want to defend my culture, and I know I'm, I'm being overrun by Islamic immigrants, Islamic immigrants will not assimilate, they will change me to their ways, and now I oppose the immigration of these Muslims who are going to come here and destroy my culture by just de facto, just over, overpopulating me. They'll, they'll swarm me out. Am I a racist to oppose them coming into my country? 
No, I am not. If you're calling me racist because I oppose them, and in the fact of calling them racist, you're trying to shut me down, tell me, tell everybody else that's listening, I'm a whack job, there's nothing to this, I'm just a racist, I'm scared of nothing, you are defending, whether intentionally or not, you're defending the immigration of the people who are going to replace you. By Britannica's own logic that we just got done reading, that makes both the Encyclopedia Britannica and Wikipedia replacists. They're behind this replacement, or they're helping, they're aiding, they're allies in the movement. So no wonder they're against you exp- studying this theory. They're trying to keep you from looking at it because you might find out there's something to it. Joe, that's just paranoid conspiratorial. No, I just use logic to get myself there. Sound logic, valid logic. I could put that in a formal argument for you. You're going to have a hard time breaking it. Comment on a board from Jimmy Zinker. Even if they are racist, that does not mean they are wrong. Correct, Jimmy. I've just avoided pointing that out. (laughs) This replacement, along with the use of simple catch-all slogans, isn't that what we've been reading? Nothing but catch-all slogans? Racist, far-right, Islamophobic? That's catch-all slogan. Oh, folks, this is hypocrisy. This is called the fallacy of et tu, Brute, and you too. Tu quo quo, and you too. That's the fallacy. Has been cited as one of the reasons for this broader appeal in a pan-European context, although the concept remains rooted in anti-Semitism in many white nationalist movements, especially but not exclusively in the United States. Has anybody in in both of these articles, has anybody connected this to anti-Semitism yet? Unsupported assertions. Although Camus has publicly condemned white nationalist violence. What? He's condemned white nationalist violence. Well, that means he wants them to overthrow the world. He's a white nationalist. No, he said, this is Trump supported the sedition. How? Told everybody not to do it and go home. See, he's guilty. Did the person writing this article, do they still have retained more than two gray cells left in their brain, functioning gray cells left in their brain? Or is this intentional propaganda? The man says he doesn't want white nationalist violence. And then they continue. Scholars have argued that calls to violence are implicit in his depiction of non-white migrants as an existential threat to white population. So because he's telling you they're going to come erase your culture, he's telling you to go kill them. Scholars said that. Read that. Far left-wing communist radical I hate the West idiots have said He's calling for violence against the people we're bringing in to eradicate him. In other words, he's trying to tell people what we're doing. Folks, I'm being hyperbolic hyperbolic here on purpose. My outbursts are exactly what this article is doing, just in the other direction. Everything I just said was unsupported. You can't, there's no reason in what I just said. There's no reason in this. This is all just unsupported assertion, loaded language, ad hominem attack. Several far-right terrorists, including the perpetrators of the 2019 Christchurch mosque shooting, the 2019 El Paso shooting, the 2022 Buffalo shootings, and the 2023 Jacksonville shootings, well, at least they've named them, have made references to the Great Replacement Conspiracy Theory. American conservative media personalities, including Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram, have espoused ideas of replacement. See, now... We've got these individuals who go on a shooting spree and somehow or another, 
it's the fault of all this rhetoric from Tucker Carlson and, and Laura Ingram. That's going to justify me silencing them so that I don't go shoot the people that I'm importing to overthrow the people who are, are trying to warn everybody. It doesn't justify the shootings, folks. I'm not saying that. But I'll also tell you here real quick. You know, the guy who went and shot up the Republicans and somehow that wasn't the fault of the mainstream media that are telling you everywhere Republicans are evil and they want to destroy you. Somehow or another, the left is never guilty of the, that which they oppose the other side of, right? Some Republican politicians have endorsed the theory in order to appeal to far-right members of the Republican Party in a way uh, signaling their loyalty to Trump. So by uh, supporting a theory that signals loyalty to Trump, right? And, and it's far-right again, loaded language. None, none of this has been proven. The background, Renault Camus developed his conspiracy theory, there's loaded language, in two books published in 2010 and 2011, neither of which have we examined yet. In book, Neither of these two articles have we actually examined his argument yet. In the context of an increase of anti-immigrant rhetoric in the public discourse during the previous decade, Europe also experienced an escalation in Islamic terror attacks during the 2000s and 2010s and migrant crisis in the years 2015 and 2016. So, We've got an escalating of Islamic attacks, but somehow that's not a problem. That's that's not a reason for you to want to defend yourself against Islam. And if you do, you're a right-wing racist, remember? If you defend yourself here with all these church shootings, you're a racist, but you got to let the Muslims attack you. And their reason they're attacking you is because they want you to become Islamic. There's nothing wrong there, right? Okay which exacerbated tensions and prepared public opinion for the reception of Thomas's conspiracy theory. In other words, you're prepared for this because you're being attacked by the Muslims for not becoming Muslim. And that, folks, that at right there, that's called objective evidence supporting his quote-unquote theory. It's a reason to believe he's right. This is being painted as, well, it just set everybody up for his whack job theory. No, it didn't. His theory came from looking at what was going on in Europe and saying, hey, this is what's going on. And everybody says, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're far right wing racist. Why? Because you're against Muslims. Yeah, what color are Muslims? Well, they're Arabs. Oh, you're a racist. You just labeled them Arabs because they're Muslim. In America, they're black. They're white. They're Asian. Same thing in Europe. They're all colors. It's a religion, not a skin color. Moron. As the latter depicts a population replacement said to occur in a short time lapse of one or two generations. That's Camus's argument. Oh, wait to the second hour. The migrant crisis was particularly conducive to the spread of Camus's ideas, while the terrorist attacks accelerated the construction of immigrants as an existential threat amongst those who shared such a worldview. No, it's just absolutely plain objective reality. If you paid attention to what's going on in Europe, he's not whistling in the dark. He's on to something. And they want to shut it down. Why? Camus's theme of a future demise of Europe, culture, and civilization also parallels a cultural, pessimistic, and anti-Islam trend among European intellectuals of the period. Intellectuals? I thought it was, is this left-wing scholars? Intellectuals? Anyhow, it illustrates in several best-selling and straightforward titled books. Oh, released during 2010. Theo uh, Eric Zemours and Michael Hulk, whatever, I can't pronounce his name. I'm not going to butcher it. So we've got three other people who are agreeing with him. Well, they're all right-wing racists. Concept of Renault's Camus. Skip the, excuse me, skip the first part. It's not important. Just go down to the part I 
highlighted in yellow. It says, the easiest thing to do for a government which has lost the confidence of its people would be to choose new people. Um, Charlie, do you remember the class in which I shared the progressives musing that they wish that the Americans were more like the Asians because the Asians are just good at following their orders? Yeah, yeah, that and, you know, oh, we always need to be more like Europe or whatever. And Yeah. Do what we're told. Yep. So why would anybody possibly think that when they've lost the support of the people of Europe, European leaders might want to seek to replace them with folks they think are going to be more likely to, to be ruled with less trouble. I, you don't see a correlation there no, at all. No, no, none, none at all. It's, all right. That's pure speculation. This other part here, according to Camus, the, Camus, the great replacement has been nourished by industrialization, that cheap labor, Despiritualization, no more religion, and deculturalization, meaning no more nationalism, no more patriotism. The materialistic society and globalism have created a replaceable human without any national, ethnic, or cultural specificity, what he labels global replacism. Camus claims that the great replacement does not need a definition as the term is not, in his view, a concept, but a phenomenon. We need to look at history a little bit. He is right on target here. Because many, many of the uh, grand, you know, empires of the world did exactly this. What did Assyria do to the northern kingdom after it defeated it? It exported the house of Israel and yes, imported people from imported other parts of the world. Other parts. Yes. This has been a practice forever this and ever. Amen. Over and over and over again in history. But they're saying... No, this is nothing. This isn't anything. But but now this is Wikipedia and Britannica. They're supposed to know better, right? You would hope they do, but they sure It's supposed to be peer-reviewed. We're supposed to learn from history. So if this is allowed to stand, they must agree with it, yes? Yeah, they're, they're ignoring history. So Wikipedia is open, open. You think if I went in there and corrected this, it would be allowed to stay up? <laughs> you should try it. That would be, that would be a fun exercise. <laughs> All right, real quick, we've got to finish this before we go to the break. In Camus' theory, the indigenous French people, the, the people being replaced, is described as being demographically replaced by non-white populations, the replacement people, mainly coming from Africa or the Middle East in a process of people immigration encouraged by replacement power. By the way, folks, the, the blacks coming out, of, and I don't mean this in a racial sense, the people of Negro origin coming out of Africa are Muslim. They're not allowing the Christians to immigrate. They're letting the Muslim blacks, but not the uh, Christian blacks. There's a reason for that. And the same thing's happening here in the United States for the most part. Camus frequently uses terms and concepts related to the period of Nazi-occupied France. Somehow or another, that means he's a fascist, right? Nazi-occupied France, that, was, that would be the resistance. He, for instance, labels colonizers or occupiers, people of non-European descent who reside in Europe, and dismisses what he calls the replace elites or collaboratists. Camus founded in 2017 an organization named the National Council of European Resistance in a self-evident reference to the World War II National Council of the Resistance. In other words, Camus is trying to label himself as a French resistance from World War II. This analogy to the French resistance against Nazism has been described as an implicit call to hatred, direct action, or even violence against what Camus labels as the occupiers, i.e. the immigrants. No, Camus is in opposition to the people bringing those immigrants and allowing to come in. He's in opposition to the ideology. 
just like the French were in opposition to the occupiers of their country. He is in opposition to the people occupying his culture and trying to erase his nation. That right there is a classic straw man. That blue sentence right there is not what the man is arguing. And if I'm for border security in the United States, I'm a racist. Exactly. That's the, that's, you're being shut down for that reason. Camus has also compared the great replacement and so-called genocide by substitution of the European people to the Holocaust. Analysis, demographic statistics. While the ethnic demogra- uh, demography of France and the, the makeup of France has shifted as a result of World War II, post-World War II immigration, scholars have generally dismissed the claims of great replacement as being rooted in an exaggeration of immigrant statistics as an, and also unscientific Racially prejudiced views. Have we examined any of that in either of these two articles? No, that's an unsupported assertion. False. It's not even it's not even footnoted. Geographer Landis McKellar criticism of Camus's thesis for assuming that third and fourth generation immigrants are somehow not French. That's been dismissed as well. Islam does not assimilate. So he's right. Research. It, it, that's a false statement that makes it fallacious. Researchers have variously estimated Muslim population of France at between 8.8 and 12.5% in 2017. It was less than 1% in 2001, making replacement unlikely, according to Matt Keller. Holy crap! 2001, 1%. 2017, 12.5%. So in 16 years, it's 12.5%. So by the 2032, it could be 25%. Not counting multiplication by having more Muslims. And yet, that discounts the theory. You just gave me evidence that that gives credence to the theory, Wikipedia. You just cited evidence that says this man might be onto something, and you're telling me that according to this appeal to authority by McKellar, you don't even tell me who the heck he is. But somehow or another, he says this is evidence that no, not a problem. And notice how they put this. They did 2017 first and 2001 second. So that if you're a casual reader, psychologically in your head, you think the numbers are going down not up. Did you catch that? You think that was by accident? It wasn't. We'll finish up with this little piece when we come back from the break. And then I'm going to show you what's going on in the world that most people are not going to tie to this. And I'm going to start asking you, do you really think there's nothing to this theory? And do you really think it's racial and not ideological? And at the end of the show, I'm going to show you this is 100 freaking percent spiritual. See you in six minutes.
And we're back to all my military buddies out there. We have, this is the intellectual equivalent of troops in the open. You're on target. Repeat, repeat, repeat. I know that a lot of you civilians don't understand what I just did, but I made everybody in the artillery really happy. <laughs> so, let's get back into this. I'm not going to bother to explain that. Ask one of your veteran friends in the classroom to explain it in the comment section. We're back on Wikipedia's post here. The racial connotations of replacement theory. In the words of scholars Andrew Fergus Wilson, another scholar is going to tell us without a, without addressing the theory, he's just going to throw out some more unsupported assertions. assertions. Whereas the Islamophobic Great Replacement Theory, if you're worried about your culture being erased by Muslims, you're afraid of Muslims. You're Islamophobic. It can be distinguished from the parallel anti-Semitic white genocide conspiracy theory. We've had nothing, zero, zip bubkis in two articles to connect this to anti-Semitism. Just because white racists tend to be anti-Semitic, I guess the guilt by association, which by the way is a fallacy, uh, they share the same terms of reference and both ideologically align with the so-called 14 words of David Lane. We must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. Oh, okay. Well, if you share the same rhetoric, then by that by that statement, both of the people who wrote these articles, the one in Britannica and the one here in Wikipedia, are communists who want to erase our nations in favor of their one world government. Because there's there's sharing the same language as Marx, so if you want to erase my culture and establish a one world government, well, no wonder you're against the replacement theory. You were by guilt by association. You're a replacist. Both of the people who wrote these articles using their logic, not formal logic. I'm I'm using their rational, their line of reasoning. This is a case of no pin pin here, folks. The people who wrote both of these articles are the people, they're replaces. They're the people that Camus is talking about. So no wonder they disagree with him. That's their reasoning. That's that's turning it around and using it on them. I know it's fallacious, but, you know, foul, fallacious reasoning begets fallacious reasoning in return, right? And now all of a sudden we're down to might makes right. Okay, fine. You pointy little left-wing radical eggheads line up. My stupid conservative gun-loving righties will line up on the right. 10 paces in each direction at sundown, sun up. Let's see who wins. Let's get this over with. If we're going to go might makes right, let's get it on, Jack. Bang the gong. But no, they don't want to do that. They want to talk you into submission because they know they're not going to win that way. So in 2021, the Anti-Defamation League, that's a far left wing radical organization. And I can use that language. And I'm just quit, quid pro quo here. I'm doing what they do because that is a left wing organization. And it is wrote that since many white supremacists, particularly those in the United States, blame Jews for non-white immigration to the U.S., that's not been proven yet. The great Folks, have you looked at the skin color of most Jews in the United States? They're white. Why would a white boy want to get rid of a white boy? Ugh. If you're a white racist, why do you want to get rid of the Jews? And by the way, since when is Judaism, when's that, when did that become a skin color? <laughs> See, that's an ideology. It's a religion. I told you this was religious in nature. This is Islam against the Jews, right? I'm sorry. This is just ticking me off. I know I get entertaining when I do that, but that's a good way to get strikes. 
The anti, uh, the, the great replacement theory has been increasingly associated with anti-Semitism and conflated with the white genocide conspiracy theory. That's because idiots like the person who wrote this paper are working very hard to do this, to taint it that way. Like I told you what I began with. In our opinion, our opinion, your opinion, we think that's what's going on here. They are tainting this theory un, without justification. They're tainting it with racism. The scholar, I, I could care less about the scholar. Mess on that. Uh, repeating a lie until people believe it. Yes, John Quest. Thank you. I'm glad you see that. According to Australian historian, hey, according to this historian and that scholar, all of this stuff, has anybody evaluated? This is the last slide we have on Wikipedia and, and Britannica. Somebody please tell me where we've evaluated the argument that the man made. Crickets? Yeah, that's what I thought. According to the Australian, yep, there's a crickets. Mr. Dirk Moses, that's another appeal to authority. The great replacement theory is a form of psychological projection in which Europeans who enacted settler colonial pro projects entailing the elimination, oh my God, and replacement of native populations by, they fear the reverse may be happening to them. Folks, do you understand that that's just an admission right there that these people have a right to be worried about replacement? He said, because the whites are worried that what they did to the Indians is happening to them, then they th that, that's why they're racists. That's what he just said. Replacement theory is a form of psychological projection in which white Europeans who got rid of the Indians by replacing them fear that the reverse might be happening to them. That's a legitimate, this idiot in Australia just supported the theory by attacking it. It doesn't even see it. <clears throat> to quote my drill instructor, Mr. Dirk Moses, did your parents have any children that lived? That's stupidity right there on a lot. And, and this guy is supposedly a historian. Hey, look, whoever wrote this article, l l far wing, radical, left wing, replacist, you can find somebody better to quote than this because that guy actually just supported Mr. Kamos. Says in German discourses, Australian political scientist Rainer Babak, oh, oh, science, you must trust the science, questioned the conspiracy theorist's use of terms population replacement or exchange using Ruth Wadnack's analysis that the slogan needs to be viewed in its historical context. He concluded that the conspiracy theory is reemergence of Nazi ideology of ethnic inversion or ethnicity inversion. Another one that just affirmed the theory. If I find, folks, what this comes down to is this. If I find any evidence, any at all, whether it's intentional or not, that immigrants into, into Europe are replacing the culture that they find there, you know, that there's immigrants into France that are actually changing the culture of France, that man's theory is no longer a theory. It's what's happening. The only part of the theory is, is it being done intentionally or, or facilitated intentionally by the powers that be within the government? Let me ask you something. If I find evidence that this is what's happening and the government keeps allowing more of these immigrants into your nation. Charlie, pull all out Occam's razor for me here real quick. Yeah. Occam's razor tells me if, if it is happening, there's evidence that they're changing the culture and that the government, the people in charge of allowing them in, keeps letting them in. Does Occam say that that's no longer a theory? 
Uh, yeah, that would say that that's. It would mean the man's right. Yeah. Okay. And do we not have places in the United States where traditional police will not even go because? Yes. They're under Dearbornistan the is one law. of them. Yes. All right, folks. Let's let's keep going. I know I'm on my little. I know I'm on my horsey. I know I'm on my soapbox, but I've introduced you to this lady before. This is Giesel Littman. Better oh Littman, she's a Jew. Better known by her pen name Bat Yor, which means it's Hebrew for daughter of the Nile. She's an Egyptian-born British-French author who promotes the Arabian conspiracy theory in her writings about modern Europe, in which she argues that Islam, anti-Americanism, and anti-Semitism hold sway over European culture and politics. Okay. So, Mr. Camus comes out in 2011. He's a conspiracy theorist. So, if she's writing before him, and she tells us what's going to happen, and then we find evidence that it has happened, is she crazy? I don't know. Let's find out. This is her book about Eurabia, published in January 31st, 2005. Okay, so that's six years before Mr. Camus's book. And I'm not going to read that for you right there. You can go find this. Go to your show notes, theroadtoconcord.com. Find today's homework. I link you to this book. And she's basically telling us that the Islam is going to invade Europe and take over Europe. You've seen this book before. I've shared this with you. I've read this one. This is published in September 16th, 2011. Same time Mr. Camus is writing. She saw this coming even before he did. Now, she's a nut job according to the people who describe her on Wikipedia, right? Except if you read that book right there, she is right on target and bringing the rain. And she supports her argument with facts and figures. The people against her don't. She understands this. Takiya, who was here for our class on Islam? Islam is allowed to lie to you. Okay. So since 9-11, Muslims have committed over 23,000 acts of terror. 90% of all terrorists are committed by Muslim. Terror actions committed by Muslims. That's Islamophobia. But look at those five people who committed an act against Islam in the name of Christianity. They're racists. Five attacks against Muslims. We got to worry about that. 23,000 attacks. And this, this here, this is 15, 16, 17 years old. It's been a lot more than this. So tens of thousands, that's not a problem. If you got a problem with that, you're an Islamophobe. No, if I've got a problem with Muslims committing terrorist acts to try and make my country conform to their religion, I'm a smart cookie. What's that say? U.S. Muslim Brotherhood Convention, 58th Annual ISNA Convention, Virtual Edition, Reimagine and Rebuild with Renewed Resolve. That is an actual Muslim Brotherhood meme. What do you mean reimagine? These are the same people who said that the flag of jihad will fly over the United States Capitol building, and then the United States will become a Muslim nation and join the caliphate. This is Barack Obama's buddies. Remember, they're terrorists, according to the FBI, but we won't indict them. Why? Because they are riddled. Our, our, our government, the, the, the deep state, riddled with these people. Do you remember, Charlie, do you remember the book Unholy Alliance that I've shared with us? Yeah. The, the one that David Horowitz takes public records and shows you that the Democratic Party married itself to radical Islam. Yeah. 
And they haven't separated since then, folks. No. That's replacement theology. I thought this was just the theory of racism. This is ideological, folks. This is plain, straight-up ideological. Oh, by the way, this is from Wikipedia. This is current. This is today. Percent of Muslims. Well, if you look at this color down here, this this third one up, it's says it's uh, 15 to 30%. That's France. As of today, it's 30%, 15 to 30%. Remember in their article, they said it was only 12.5% in 2017. So six years later, it's somewhere between 15 and 30%. And the guy in France has no worry, no reason. He's just a racist. He's worried about nothing, thinking that Islam's going to change his culture. Well, at the time he was writing that, Islam was under 15%. Exactly like it is in the United States. Now, you see all these big dark areas where it's 90 to 100%. That's where we're getting all of our immigrants from right now in the United States. Notice part of those are in Africa. Most of them are coming from there. They're coming from there. Or they're coming from China. And the bulk of Chinese immigrants right now, those are godless for the most part. Godless or pagan. But their religious belief, the thing that's going to most strongly motivate them, does not align with our culture. And neither the Chinese culture, if you ever, you know why they call it Little China, right? A lot of big cities have Little China. You go there and they still speak Chinese several generations after they immigrated. They don't assimilate. The melting pot is over. Islam, China. Some of these other Southern cultures, South American cultures, they do not assimilate. They balkanize. That's the argument of the theory. When they come into your nation, they become a the majority people. They do not assimilate. By definition, that destroys your culture. I could care less if it means that. Let's face it, folks. Western civilization is primarily white. So if you're going to attack Western civilization, you are primarily after the white people. That's just, a, in my opinion, the way I'm looking at this, the way I conceive of this, that's an accident. I don't think in those terms because I'm looking at this biblically. I'm looking at this as a spiritual battle. In the worldly terms, it is still an ideological battle. You're talking about what we think of roughly as leftist versus right wing. This is can man rule himself or not? And apparently we can't because we will not do those things necessary to maintain and sustain our freedom. So we know that France doesn't have any problems going on, right? Except this is from CNN. France is on a dangerous collision course with Islam, Muslim population. What? 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 Yeah, let's let's just uh, jump to this screen here. I'll share the screen now. This one is from February 5th, 2022. Now, I thought that we just read both the Encyclopedia Britannica and Wikipedia telling us this wasn't a problem. And is not CNN considered to be, quote-unquote, mainstream by the left? Yes. We'll read the article. The majority of Muslims are not assimilating into France, and they're demanding that France assimilates to their culture. So, yep, France has got a problem. 
And then you go here, Pew Research Center, November 2017, when that Wikipedia article and the, and the uh, Britannica article were both being written. Europe's growing Muslim population. Muslims are projected to increase as a share of Europe's population, even with no future immigration. So there's absolutely no, this is all 2017 stuff here, folks. France, 8.8%, right? These are the growth rate charts. This is a very, very good article to go read. Basically, what this article is saying is, Mr. Camus has every reason in the world to be worried. So why didn't the Encyclopedia Britannica, this was available in 2017, why didn't they or Wikipedia, who constantly updates their posts, why didn't they go incorporate any of this information into their articles? Because if they had, their propaganda would have been destroyed and they would have supported Mr. Chemist's theory that Islam is replacing French culture. They want the argument to be racist, racist, racist. He's saying culture, culture, culture. When you go over this, this is the projection by 2050 to be somewhere 12.7%. Well, no, it was already that way according to Wikipedia in 2017. It was already 12.7%. And, and we saw by Wikipedia, it's now somewhere in 15 to 30%. So guess what that tells me? These numbers were projected without any other, because it says right here, there's three different ways. High migration, medium, and, and zero migration. This is based on zero, and it keeps going. This one here is if you still have medium. So 2050, you'd be 17.4%. But they've had high migration. So by 2015, you're saying 18. Well, it could already be there by now. Why is that important? Well, for no other reason than it supports the theory. It tells us that Mr. Camus was on to something. So now I want to take you to the United States. What's this got to do with anything right here? This is the hard truth about immigration. Now, this link might be difficult for you. I got to fix it later in the homework. But what I want to do is show you something else. Let's pop back to this. This is what started this whole class for me. This is the Bible gateway. I mean, the gateway pundit, rather, excuse me. It says, a replacement theory real. Texas follows California and now has larger Hispanic population than white population. So there's more Hispanics in Texas. Then I go to this article. I want to pull something out of this article for you. They rewrote the bill. And according to LBJ, it says this bill says simply that from this day forth, those wishing to immigrate to America shall be admitted on the basis of their skills and their close relationship to those already here. And Edward Kennedy at the time argued that this wasn't going to change anything for us. It was not going to lead to mass immigration. This is the Atlantic, folks. It says advocates turned out to be entirely wrong about this. Immigration jumped since that thing. It was only 200 and something thousand a year or less, and mostly from European countries. And after this, it became non-Europeans with no skills because they had family here. Now, I want you to get into your Wayback Machine in your own little brains. Have you heard the comments about how many of these people are coming to the United States with some minor children with them and that a lot of these minor children are not even theirs, but they're being used as anchor babies so that they can bring the rest of their families across the border. Charlie, this is nudge written into our laws. This was done specifically so that they could legally claim, well, it's not us. The law says we have to do this. 
this was planned this way. If it happens in politics, don't think it happened by accident. You can bet it was planned that way. FDR? Yeah. So that's Gateway Pundit, right? That's the demographics from 1952 to 2000. Blue state, right? Turned blue. There's your voting. From 19,000 in Texas, and now since 1992 to 2020, when this article was all the way up through it, this is a Democrat, Democrat, Democrat now. They couldn't change the people. Not the, they, they couldn't get the people to vote their way, so what they did is they changed the people. Immigration and voting rights. The Democratic agenda relies on demographic change. This is Carl Tuckerson. This is the white racist, white racist conspiracy theorist, right? Except... All he's doing is telling us the truth, which takes us back to where we were. We're back on your homework now. What else have we got here? Oh, this is from USA Today, mainstream media. Democrats want federal voting rights bill ahead of 2024 elections. Why? Well, the claim is it's going to allow illegals to vote. No, 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 no. Don't worry about that. Snopes says, no, that's not what it's going to do. Is Investors Business Daily considered a legitimate uh, information source? I, I would think it is. I would think it's main. He says Democrats want illegals to vote because they vote Democrat. And he's right. The author of this is correct. But this piece is from 2015. So Snopes says, you know, Snopes, this is more recent. So Snopes is right, right? George Soros funds movement to disrupt communities. AP. Associated Press, American Press, that's whatever, you know, mainstream media. Oh, boy, boys and girls, these people get it right. And they even point you to a, a website called Discover the Networks. Oh, you should go read Discover the Networks. Now, this piece is from 2018, before 2020, before the Great Reset took over. And they're telling you that George Soros is already disrupting communities. Have you been on this show for any length of time, have we discussed how George Soros is funding the DAs and the ADAs and all that stuff and how they're just turning people loose in the streets and they're not, they're not prosecuting the crimes. And then they're, they're causing, they're causing the flood out of, out of California. Why would I, okay, let me, let me dump this for the moment. Charlie, I need you to pop in here and I need you to be devil's, devil's advocate with me here for a minute. A little bit of logic. I got a lot of Americans penned up in California and they vote blue. How would I get all of those Americans that vote blue to move to different states to help turn, say, purple Florida blue, blue? What might I want to do in California? What would happen if maybe what I did in California was destroy their their society by making it where I just turn people loose in California every time they commit a crime and I let them steal up to $2,500 at a time from your business. And I raise your minimum rates to the point where your minimum wages to the point where you can't do business. What do you think that'll do to the people in California? Makes them move to Texas or to Florida or Florida. Is that actually happening? Oh no, no, not at all. No, it is happening folks, especially to Texas. So I didn't even use, uh, I, and then they're retiring up in the North, right? The Northeast. Where are all those idiots retiring to <laughs> Florida, Florida, and they bring their blue voting with them. They do. Why are they moving down here to retire? You can talk to this. <laughs> <It's great> weather. 
weather and what else? What's the main reason? It's cheaper down here. It's cheaper. Yeah. Why is it cheaper down here? Because we don't have all that blue voting up there and all that stupidity yes, yes, that they. So they're fleeing what they caused. Do you think that these people fleeing those areas was there's no planning behind that at all? Oh, it's 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 planned. Have you have we learned enough here yet, class, to, about the people in control of our country to know that they actually plan these things? Does this not fit into the book Nudge that you just? Oh, yeah, this time. is classic Nudge, isn't it? Yeah, it's social engineering. Do you remember the class we did on eugenics? They weren't able to change us physically. So what did they say they were going to do then? Use the schools to turn us into the people they wanted us to be. Yeah. And then just take all those blue areas and push the people out of the blue area into the red. And what do they have? Yeah. They've done replacement the theory with whites. They used whites to replace whites. See, and it was nothing to do with skin color. Culture and ideology, isn't it, Charlie? It is, and it also applies to the 15-minute cities, because if you look at the cities, <laughs> what color are they? The inner cities are predominantly non-white yeah. because the whites were driven out of there. That's a replacement theology, too, because when that happens, it's not skin color, folks. It's culture. Mm -hmm. It's culture. Why did the whites move? Because they were richer. Why are they richer? They play within the system. You got a lot of poor white folks. Your 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 wife is from an area of the country of the country where there's a lot of poor white folks. Oh yeah, the Appalachians. Yep. Oh boy, that's there there in the 1990s. There was more more poverty there than than there was in all the the black community in the country combined. Oh yeah, it's very poor. And has it got to do with the color of their skin, or is it the way they live, Charlie? Yeah, it's it's cultural. It's cultural. So this is not skin color, folks. This is culture. And culture is based in ideology. Thanks, Charlie. It's based in your ideology. That's what this is all about. This is all ideology. So we have George Soros. And we're being told by the AP that he disrupts, in 2018, he disrupts communities. How does George Soros fund the fact checkers? This is New York Post. And he does it to silence dissent. Folks, Snopes is funded by Soros. So is... Uh, uh, factcheck.org and a bunch of all these others move on. Glenn Beck did really good work with this. This this dude here, Soros, he funds all your fact checkers. He also runs Open Society Foundation. He wants borderless societies. Soros is pushing no borders anywhere. He wants communism. And he has said that he has a messianic complex and that his plan is to destroy the United States of America because it stands in the way of his global plans. Now, about this piece, George Soros Foundation's retreat from Europe could turn off the lights for human rights. What? You read the piece, and it's talking about how he's pulling out of Europe. And that means that the, all these immigrants are not going to be able to get into Europe anymore. Why would George Soros pull out of Europe? If the man wants open border society, why would he pull out of Europe? Anybody got any idea, any idea why he'd want to? Why would I want to pull out of Europe? What if he pulls out of Europe because his job's already done? He's not needed there anymore. He has already changed that society. Coming on the board, George Soros, more like George Soros. <laughs> yeah, but he's already changed that society. He's not needed there anymore. The last place he has left to go is here. And that's what he's doing. He needs to come back here to the United States and do the same thing here that he did over there. 
So let's get back into our homework, right? Most of these are taken from the Gateway Pundit. That's just because the Gateway Pundit just finds them from other places in the internet and consolidates them. War. Biden regime files emergency application demanding Supreme Court allow border agents to chop down razor border barriers installed by Texas. Governor Greg Abbott issues defiant response. Folks, that is an active move by the federal government to enable the invasion of this country. And at this point, that is what this immigration is. It's an invasion. It is organized. It is orchestrated. It is funded by people within the United States. Glenn Beck proved, his his researchers proved, they gave us the documentation that the Obama administration was funding the migrant caravans out of South America and giving them documents in their own language that told them how to get to the United States and then once they were here, where to go to get help to live here. Free money that the American taxpayers are having to pay for. That's Cloward and Piven. All of this is meant to collapse the United States. Why? Why does the United States have to be collapsed? And why do we say it's an attack on white folks? It's cultural. But you know what? Just in case you believe that this is a racist thing and it's all about whites, and and you think, if you're still one of the ones who thinks, Joe, you're just a racist, nobody wants to get rid of the white people. The battle is being fought one family, one physician, one health center. That's why we're doing as well as we are. We're talking about the minority and strategies mm. against the minority. So I have the solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitants, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States because Houston is the most diverse city in the entire Listen. United States. There's seven Asian languages spoken in that city. I've been a minority for more than 20 years. This is a white woman Houston, talking. The, the majority is we call Hispanic. That is not a race or an ethnicity. That's an admission. That is a political designation, but a lot of them are from Central, South America, Mexico. Guess who wants to get vaccinated the most? Immigrants. Part that's of what, it. That's what made Donald Trump's uh, comment. <laughs> All right, this woman is uh, head of the CDC. That's from 2009. 2009, we're just gonna get rid of all the white folks. Why? Because they don't do what we want them to do. What is the argument of replacement theory? That when you lose the trust of the people you're ruling over, you just replace them with more obedient people. What did she just say? We want Latinos, this this political, what we call Asian, you know, Hispanic, we just want these people. That's a political thing. And she admits it's political. It's got nothing to do with real racist. But if you're anti-Hispanic, you're a racist. If you're anti-ideology, if you're anti-political, because she just told you, and she's right, she's being honest. If you're anti-political, you're racist. She just let the cat out of the bag, folks. This is a straight-up admission of what they're doing. And why does she want all of these supposed South Americans? Because they want to be vaccinated. This is 2009, and they're pushing vaccinations. Why? Well, first of all, the CDC gets rich off of this. But second of all, somebody somewhere probably didn't tell her, but COVID was already in works.
I know that this is going to sound really conspiratorial, but I'm going to ask you, who was the primary audience for the jab? It was white. I know that, you know, but if you go back and you do some of the research we've done on this show already, and you look at the tainted batches that are killing people, they didn't go to black communities. A lot of the black communities were given placebos. Where is the death rate? The, the myocardia? Where's the death rate happening? Disproportionately amongst whites. By itself, it means nothing. By itself, her video means nothing. By itself, the people being moved out of California in the Northeast to, to change red states purple means nothing. By itself, the United States funding these migrants into this country, George Soros funding migrants into this country to take over this country, demographically, means nothing. When I add them all up, Charlie, when I add them all up, do I have a velocity vector there? Yeah. yeah. And which way does it point? <laughs> Toward an organized infiltration of this country by non-Americans, correct? Yes. Yeah. Non-Americans who will not infiltrate. I mean, will not assimilate. Not assimilate right. Yeah. Okay. When we left Afghanistan, didn't Biden bring a whole bunch of them with him too? Yeah. Muslims. Yeah. Just like Obama did. They're not going to assimilate, folks. So where is this theory wrong? Where is this replacement theory wrong? You think we're done? Oh, not even close. Let's go back. Keep on going. We're in our homework again. This is, like I said, it's Gateway Pundit, but just because you can go find all the original links to the stories, like right there, Customs and Border Protection. But this is a Milligan, uh, Africa illegals at border carrying instructions to get to the Philly Center. There's a video in this. They have instructions in their language. Now, let me ask you a question. This is another mass illegal crossing of 700 plus Lukeville, Arizona this morning. These are organized. This is all organized, folks. These people have to be transported. That costs money. These people are coming from absolutely impoverished parts of the world. Where is the money coming from to get them here? How did they even get to Mexico? Where's that coming from? Who's paying for their support while they do all this? New York City will allow 800,000 non-citizens to vote in local elections. You think that they're not going to be voting in national elections? They gave them a voter's card. They'll vote in a national election. You dang tootin'. Which, this is the NPR. NPR just basically told you, yeah, we want these people voting. California to become first state to give illegal aliens taxpayer-funded health insurance. Folks, California is in debt. They're running a deficit. States are not allowed to do that. Who's going to support California? We've got states about to go bankrupt. Do you understand what... They're too big to fail, Joe. Yeah, so who's going to bail them out? I guess the federal government, even though that's not allowed. Because if the federal government bails this state out, that means the 49 have to fund their bad policies. But by giving you health insurance to illegals, and then you're going to give them welfare and housing? Housing, yeah. Illegal aliens line up for blocks to receive free, taxpayer-funded housing in New York City. Illegal alien from Colombia released into the U.S. given 2031 ICE check-in date. They're on their own until 2031. They don't even have to have their hearings to see whether or not they can stay until 2031. By that time, how much do you want to bet they'll have been given immunity? They'll, 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 they'll just be 
brought into the country and given immunity into this country and they'll be given voting rights. And how do you, since you've been on welfare, since you got here and since welfare recipients almost always vote Democrat because they're the ones promising to give them more welfare, what do you think they're going to end up doing after that? You think this isn't planned? Oh, I've got more. You want more? Let, let's do some more. Uh, Biden's deputies threaten banks with investigations if the loans aren't given to illegals. This is from uh, 2023. And Blaze, Biden administration moves to end the remain in Mexico policy after Supreme Court approval 2022. In other words, they want them to come into this country. They're acting to bring these people. They're actively acting to bring these people into the country. The invasion is real. Border county officials call on Texas to use Constitution to end Biden's border crisis 2022. Um, this one is from the APOC times 4.9 million illegal aliens crossed the U S border in 18 months since the Bidens took office. This one here is from, uh, 2022, August of 2022, 4.9 million since 20 folks, it's been increasing since then. Biden gives illegal aliens protected areas where they can evade arrest. Biden build back better budget includes amnesty for at least 7 million illegal aliens. Um, arrests of illegal aliens in the U.S. dropped to the lowest level in over a decade. Biden flying illegal aliens deported by Trump back into the United States. U.S. taxpayer dollars. I, I can keep going. We've got tons of those stories. I've got pages of them. Pages and pages and pages of them. You think this is by accident? I don't. This is intentional by the people governing our country. So that's the replacists, according to Kumos. That part of his theory, at least in this country, uh, holds. So that's not a theory. We can look at the headlines and we see by the mainstream media. It's true. And they're bringing non-whites. It's got nothing to do with skin color. They're bringing people from areas that are not going to assimilate. They know that that are going to be docile and very easy to control. So they're replacing one culture with another because they've lost the support of the American people. They need to rule over somebody because they think they're gods. They got to have people to serve them. So they're bringing in people that they think they can serve, that, that will serve them, that they can control. Theory, no longer a theory. Objective reality, looking at the world around us, proven which is why neither of those articles we read from Britannica or Wikipedia looked at the theory or the supporting evidence that he could present to support his theory. When I look at the support that he could bring to support his theory, Kumos wins his argument. More than that, when I go back and I look at Bat Yor and I look at the article, the book she wrote in 2005, slam dunk, she's a prophet. But she's not really a prophet. She just looked at what was going on. She looked at the political orientation of Europe and said, this is what's happening and this is where it's going to go. And she was right. Now, does that make her a racist? No. Does that make her a conspiracy theorist? Well, by technical definition, yes, it is a conspiracy. But is it a theory? No. Are we currently being replaced by people from outside our country, people who will not assimilate, and are they being brought in here by Americans, whether they be in the government or in the hierarchy of, of industrial America? Yes. That's unequivocally proven. Yes. We are spending taxpayer money to import these people, and then we're supporting them. We don't expect them to get jobs. We're putting on them government dole. 
which grinds you and I down. And if you say anything about it, you're a racist. Theory proven. How often have we done that on this show, Charlie? Brought you a conspiracy theory that turned out to be not so much conspiracy. Yes, theory, no. We never do that. Told you I'd get to this. It's a spiritual thing, folks. Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. What do I mean? Book of Revelation, chapter 12, starting in verse 13, reading from the NASB. And when the dragon, Satan, saw that he was thrown down to earth, he persecuted the woman, Israel, spiritual Israel, all of Israel, who gave birth to the male child. But the two wings of the great eagle were given to the woman so that she could fly into the wilderness to her place where she was nourished for a time, times, and half a time away from the presence of the serpent. And the serpent hurled water like a river out of his mouth after the woman so that he might cause her to be swept away with a flood. Now, this is talking about Ephraim moving to the new world, I believe. If you were here this summer, we went over this. But it says the earth helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and drank up the river, which the dragon had hurled out of his mouth so that the dragon was enraged with the woman and went off to make war with the rest of her children who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. Doesn't go after Christians who threw the law away. He goes after the remnant who keeps the law. He couldn't get to them because of the Atlantic ocean. But now he's been released and he's in the entire world. He's out of the, now he's out of the pit. And the serpent hurled water like a river out of his mouth after the woman so that he might cause her to be swept away with the flood. In the prophetic language, a flood is re- it represents ungodly men. Psalm 18, 4, 2 Samuel 22, 5. So he's going to wipe her away in a flood of ungodly men. The remnant will be erased with a flood of non-believing people. Waters, seas, they represent peoples, multitudes, Revelation 17, 15. So he's going to hurl out of his mouth a water, massive lawless people, godless people, non-believers, and he's going to dilute God's remnant, wipe them away through replacement theology or replacement theory, whatever you want to call it. Thus, the prophetic message is that Satan tries to wipe out God's people by replacing them with the ungodly and lawless masses of this world. Now, believers come from all races. So we should be able to see this is not about race. This is about a spiritual war. Leaves me with a question for you. Get to it in just a second. So why flood the United States? It's simple. He already erased the believers in Europe. In 1990, it was under 5% of Europe still practice Christianity. It's less than that now. It's almost non-existent. And he's engaged in a direct battle with the house of Judah in the nation of Israel. They're they're at war right now with God's, God's people. As of Ephraim, the seat of the house of Israel, the United States, that's all that's left. Destroy us, and there will only be Israel left in this world, just as prophecy foretold. So my question for you is, this is a spiritual war. Are you ready for battle? It's not a rhetorical question. I'm serious. Do you see these things in this way? Do you understand them biblically? 
or do you get caught up in the material world? Because that's the camouflage that distracts you. If you get caught up in the racism, if you get caught up in the left versus right ideology, that camouflage is very appealing because it's something that we think we can control in battle. But it's not. This yeah, is a, Epstein's list was just released. Yeah, what are we supposed to be looking for? Mr. Holt says, good grief. I had never pursued the topic to this end, Joe. Great class. The only thing that I think I offer people, I the squirrel stopped by to visit us yesterday, and he says, I've got a, I'm just naturally inclined to go look for this stuff. I have a doggedness in me that I have got to get to the lowest common denominator of everything. So I got to dig and dig and dig. I keep asking why. What does that mean? Why? What does that mean? Why? Until there are no more answers. That means I've got to the lowest, I've got to the bedrock of it. I've dug through this. Folks, I have known about replacement theology for several years. I have intentionally avoided it until now because I know it is a sensitive topic. People are going to label me a racist. Bring it. I dare you to prove me wrong with the facts that I can wield. The evidence supports the theory. The evidence that can be brought into a court of law which is why the Encyclopedia Britannica and the and Wikipedia both avoided the meat of that man's argument. Because the minute they expose it, you're going to go, he's right. And then all of a sudden they've lost you. This is MK Ultra and Mockingbird. And this is another vector that tells you that Britannica and Wikipedia are in the hands of the people trying to conduct their great reset. They can't control those who follow the son and the father. They've got to get rid of us. And doesn't scripture tell us that's exactly what the dragon's going to try to do? It's what he's been after all along. Now, if I wrote a book some 25, 3,500 years ago that tells you this, and the whole of human history supports that argument, why is it still counted as a fairy tale by so many people? The answer is simple. They're on team Satan. Clay Toller, my beliefs is why I only have a handful of friends. Mine too, brother. Mine too. <sighs> oh, wow. I spent yesterday, this Holt, James Holt says, I spent yesterday going on the Pizzagate bunny trail I had never given it much credibility until I got to look at the evidence that the conspiracy theory emerged from. Mr. Holt, do you know that they never opened, they never assigned a case file to that? At least the last time I inv investigated that the local police and that, where it originates from, never a case file. They told us in the media, they investigated it and found no evidence of it. How can you investigate something where you didn't open a case file? There, there's no, there are no records to go get from the police on this. Plus, you know how that Pizzagate talks about they would move children through underground tunnel systems. How many of you remember that Bill Clinton got in trouble for bringing prostitutes in and out of the White House through the underground tunnel systems? Well, if the mainstream media admits that those tunnels are there and that they were using it for prostitution of, of age women for Bill Clinton, why is it so hard to believe that they're going to be doing that with children? And then when you tie this to the Nokia $50,000 for a bookcase named Evelyn or whatever. Tie that into that, James. 
It goes into the Nokia cases too. They talk to each other out in the open. They give symbols and signs to each other out in the open. You have to start looking to it, in, into it. You have to look for it. It's there. You will not be able to find evidence per se in the public realm that you can bring into a court of law, but you will be able to provide enough evidence that you can use inductive reasoning to get yourself a velocity vector that Occam says, there's fire here. It's exactly what we've been told. It's child pro, uh, child and sexual trafficking, um, pedophilia. This, this is horrible. This is, this is all real. There's something to it. Just like I told you that I've got to, I got to work on the video system, but I snagged somebody posted the interviews from Mel Gibson talking about Hollywood. It came back up again. This time, thanks to the tortoise, I was able to snag those videos. I told you they reappear every now and then. This is why he was blackballed. Go look at the video we showed you about Out of the Shadows, the documentary from the uh, Hollywood special effects artist, who, by the way, I found out my special effects friend of mine knows that stuntman. Now I understand why he told me not to discount that that film. You'll find it in our in your homework. So Clay Toller says, so how would God have us deal with this? The best way I know to tell you to do that is live a righteous life and in your personal world and absolutely do not compromise with evil. Don't have to get ugly or violent. You don't have to go to blows and shoot people and all this stuff, but you just don't compromise. You, We all need to learn to be Captain America. What was Captain America's true superhero strength? Why was he Captain chosen? Because he always knew what was right from wrong. Morally, he cannot be wrong, which means that in the Winter Soldier or whatever, the Civil War thing in the movies where Captain America was made out to be the one who was wrong because he went against everybody else, the government, he can't be. That's, you know, I, I'm not a comic book freak, but I know enough to know that you should have sided with Captain America. That's his superpower. He's never morally wrong. We have to become that way. If for nothing else but to be a light to those in the darkness that are still seeking to come to the light, show them. So we love each and every one of you. And we're glad you're here. We're glad you joined us. We hope we taught you today. This is a subject that I hope you'll spend a little, if nothing else, go read the one article about the demographics in Europe. <clears throat> Europe is already lost. Big sections of the United States are already lost. Review the classes we did on Islam. This is a serious threat. One of your classmates, he sent me a video about the number 666. In some of the oldest codexes, it's not a number. It's the sign for the, it's the Bishmalah in the name of Allah. It could very well be that 666 is not what it was originally meant to be. John might have been showing us a symbol he saw. Mark of the Beast, Islam. I don't know, but it fits. That's all I'm saying is it fits. Could be a part of it. So wake up. Please wake up. Please. Begging you. That old book that everybody in this this world today that likes to think of as just a myth, the Bible, never, ever once disproven. Never. Not if you test it on its merits. Not once. Not even in its supernatural claims. And it can be tested. So wrestle with that on your own. That's between you and God, Yahweh. But please, I implore you, fight that battle. 
Time is short. Even if he's not coming back, the time before a massive change in this world is short. I, I, I want you to look back. It's 2024. Barely. Go back to this time, 2020. Three years ago. How much has the world changed since then? I got in trouble back then because I told everybody, this is the new normal. It's not going back. And everybody yelled at me. I was right again. I'm not special. If you know human nature, if you've read enough of what these people have written, it's easy to do the math. This show will try to teach you how to do the math for yourself so that when we're no longer available to you, you won't be on your own anymore. But you got to be here with us. So if you know anybody that needs to be here, please recommend the show. Send them a link directly. Find a show that you think that will catch them. Send it directly to them. Warn them about me. We know that I'm a piece of work. I know that. I'm well aware of that. Today is one of my worst, man. I was happy today. This is a class I love giving. because I would love to be face-to-face with these people. I would gut them intellectually, mind you. They have no clothes. So I know how I can be. So warn your friends and family. But tell them they have to be in class. This class builds on itself. We did a lot of referencing back to old classes today. Charlie's been with us a long time. Some of the others have too. This tied a lot of it together for you today. If you've been with us a while, today tied a lot of us today together. It's very clear picture when you have enough pieces and you learn how to evaluate it. You got a very good lesson in how to practical apply logic today. We're going to do more of that tomorrow. So until then, y'all stay safe. Thanks for being here. Please hit the thumbs up buttons if you like what we're doing. Talks to Charlie and then to uh, Natasha. Let's them know that we're doing good. Um, Other than that, we'll see you tomorrow.